Trade Talk with a Hedge Fund Insider is back. L.A. Aiko here. You know what's crazy? As I have been doing extensive reading and researching, the American economy has said, if you build it, they will come. Or better, or better, I should say, as the title to this episode is, if you stock it, they will come. You see, most people are aware of the current supply chain issue that is going on in the United States. And they're saying that, you know, this is where the demand lies and we don't need to worry. We have a great holiday season ahead of us. And to some of you who are listening to this, it may sound like this is a redundant continuation of the past two episodes. However, like I've told you always, everything works on a thesis and it builds on top of itself. So if you bear with me for the quick intro, you will now you will get right into the meat and potatoes of why this concept of if you stock it on shelves, they will come, they being consumer. The thesis of this uh, current episode here predominantly speaks about not just so much can consumers afford items, but rather it speaks on retail's attempt to capture the holiday market that I've been saying is going to have issues for months now. Retail is trying to capture the holiday market by offering a new disruptive version of layaway. In essence, it's digital layaway. Uh, it is called buy now, pay later, or what a lot of people might know as Afterpay, Affirm, uh, Shop Pay, Klarna. A lot of these things are located on. Um, a lot of Shopify websites, as well as a lot of uh, some big box retailers, not all, but you might have been seeing that it's becoming more prevalent. Afterpay and Affirm are a model in which it looks at your soft credit pull, evaluates your ability to pay what your outstanding debts are, as well as your identity, um, without pulling, without hard pulling your credit, excuse me. And when it does that, it then turns around and extends you a credit line that can only be used at that shop, almost like, uh, you know, a, 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 a credit card uh, just for the retailer itself. This is an interesting proposition that has, that has sprouted up and become more aggressive uh, as we see these supply chain issues and we see these um, retailers saying that they feel that if they stock these shelves and they get stuff in time, uh, people will consume because there's pent-up demand. But let's start from the beginning. Why do we have a pent-up demand in an issue? Obviously, you have the COVID-19 pandemic, having people at home for a prolonged amount of time. We're coming into the holidays and people want to spend. People want to get out. They want to um, enjoy some services and they're looking to do it as soon as possible. However, there's a as was spoken about before, where grocery shoppers are paying more for their favorite foods, um, assembly plants are waiting for parts, trucking companies are scrambling to recruit new drivers. Uh, this was talked about in our trucking episode. Um, and shipping is, is USPS, excuse me, is already notifying people don't expect your stuff on time as of October because of this lack of supply chain. So with that being said, what does this whole thing 
actually have to do with Afterpay and Affirm in this episode. See, the main disruption in this situation of uh, supply chain issues is a shortage of uh, skilled port workers. Um, Truck drivers and rail crew are also in shortage, meaning to transport this stuff to where it needs to be to get on the trucks to get to the store that you're going to purchase it from. Now, when, while this is happening, you have a situation where the retailers are saying, well, if we get that stuff here and we offer them the ability to finance their purchases, we should be able to maintain the same price. Ah, what have we talked about over and over again? And this is why I'm beating it into everyone's head. The goal is, in a perfect world, to get wages to meet prices. What did we just have um, on November 4th, or yeah, November 4th was non-farm payrolls and the non-farm payrolls came in better than expected. Um, more people were employed with, um, with, uh, wages, uh, slightly up, not even anything that's even half a percent, but again, they've decreased what the unemployment rate is. I think we're down to like four point, anywhere from 4.8 to 4.5, right? People unemployed currently. Okay. 4.4.5% people unemployed. That's a particular number. Obviously, you can look it up. The point of where I'm getting with this is to say that the retailers are saying the consumers are here to, to, to make it happen. The general economy is saying it's pent-up demand. We, we're in a good position. We don't have to worry about it. But what was that key thing that I said at the beginning of this is the fact that Groceries are costing more. Energy is costing more. All right. So forget all of that because we've talked about that already. So how do you get the people to afford more? What did we talk about in the prior episode? This episode is solely to show you how they how when the Fed steps out of the way of issuing people the ability of credit, the private sector or well, yeah, it's still the private sector, steps right in and figures a way to extend your credit. And that way, in this economy, not in this economy, in this uh, fourth quarter is going to be Afterpay, um, Klarna, Affirm, ShopPay, things that are going to allow you to get out there and consume by extending you credit. Isn't that perfect. Well, how does this play out in the future? And how do we capitalize off of this? Because if a person has listened to me, the first thing they'll say is, well, you've been saying that the fourth quarter retail is going to slump. You're contradicting yourself. This is what the pushback is. Obviously, no one wants to see less demand in in, uh, their fourth quarter. This is where a lot of retailers make money and come into the black, hence Black Friday. Last year, people had excess money to consume and purchase, and they were looking forward to it. Actually, they never stopped. This year, everyone is aware of it. You can see that people are consuming less. Things are moving slower. It's very clear and said outwardly. Look at third quarter earnings. Again, look at third quarter earnings from the big retailers, Um, as well as the big tech companies, whether it be Square, whether it be Apple, whether it be Amazon, 
most people missed their third quarter earnings. And why is that? Because that lack of demand is catching up. So let's enter why we will be and what our thesis is in this episode, why we will be looking to purchase these lenders that are giving short-term credit to consumers. We're going to purchase Square, which is the owner of Afterpay. They recently purchased them. And we're going to purchase uh, a firm, which is another one that gives you the ability to pay um, on, on purchases that you would have made on credit. Again, not a credit card and, you know, internal credit to this um, to this company that will then allow you to spend one two thousand dollars on your favorite store or your store that has chosen to uh, affiliate itself with a firm. Okay, so. Why do we want to even explore and like these names? In short. What you care about in this scenario is that a firm and afterpay will allow the consumer to purchase more, thereby boosting their revenues. A firm will collect the monthly payments while fronting um, the money that you took on credit minus a fee to the retailer. The back end of this of where you could run into a situation is that if people tend to default on their loans over an extended amount of time, there will be some issues between the retailer and a firm and afterpay and the ability to keep uh, those commissions that were structured and broken up. On a smaller scale, on smaller retailers, I'm sure that this is not the case and they're, they're not sharing um, a dual responsibility. However, I am sure on the big, on the bigger retailers, there is something of that nature that has to be there because, um, you know, I, I can't see some of these companies to bear the burden by themselves while the big retailer takes the money and run. Because what is going to happen in, let's say, after the third quarter? It is my opinion that in the first and second quarter, so early part of next year into the middle of next year, you should see a firm and square continue to um, increase their share prices because you should see that some people who are more risky and they take Christmas as a thing that they cannot miss, they're going to choose to take on these loans. But the issue with these loans that becomes very tricky is this. For one, the loans, you generally pay them every two weeks and they come out of your account on an auto pay. And if it's not an auto pay, you make a manual payment, but it has to come out of your account. The second part is that you can pay these payments with a credit card or a debit card. Oh my gosh, so you're now gonna double leverage yourself, right? You're gonna take the debt that was that was leveraged and loaned to buy an up. Um, an item, a consumable, uh, and then you're going to put it on a credit card. That is pretty much what's going to happen with a lot of people. Then you have the second part that happens after that, um, where if you 
prolong your payments past a particular amount of time. It all depends on how you structure your um, your credit loan or your short term your short term loan. Let's say you had it for you were going to pay it in six months and then you don't pay it in the six months. You generally get the tacked on fee and balloon payment that turns what might have been a thousand dollar payment into a three thousand or four thousand dollar payment, and then you're left to pay it. Also, if you default on the loan completely, it will affect your credit. But if you don't default on the loan, it won't affect your credit, right? So it's showing you that they're still giving people access to lever themselves. And it's, to my opinion, that that leveraging of, pe uh, of people leveraging to purchase items um, will, will bode decently well for a firm and square on the front end. However, it will come to bite them in the butt on the back end. And that back end would be probably the middle of 2021. Why do I say that? Because at the same time that this is happening, you're going to, um, again, you know, deflate the economy. You're gonna, you're gonna win. And as you're deflating this economy and you're having this is issue with wages meeting prices, or you're really going to have an issue of where people are not going to consume at the level that it's being proposed. I don't, that doesn't change in this equation, right? And all these explanations I've been giving you, I've been saying that you have a situation where people are, where it's saying people are, there's a pent up demand and people want to purchase. Well, when people don't purchase at the level where all that inventory doesn't get wiped off of the shelves and all of that um, uh, leverage that you're extending to people with after paying a firm so they can buy more and clean up those shelves, you're going to have to discount some of those prices. And the reason they're not going, and sorry, not even discount those prices, you're going to have to discount what some of those wages are. The, the, the proposed wages that people are going to get $18 an hour for the holiday season. Well, they got to do it for longer than the holiday season if they take these loans to buy what they want to buy. Those people aren't immune. Those holiday season workers are going to get that money for, what, two months, and then they're going to go back to $13, $12, $14, or they're just going to be laid off completely because the company is going to realize that they did not hit their holiday numbers because they're not going to hit those holiday numbers. They're going to lay you off, and you're still going to have those payments that are due every two weeks. But on the short end, yeah, I think they're going to rip and roar on Square and Affirm, and we're going in, we're going to be buying those two. After the short term, I think you'll go right back to the retailers missing their numbers in the third and fourth. Uh, sorry, the third quarter of um, of 2021, and uh, we will be looking at what's going on in the second quarter of 2021 when the tapering might be stronger. I cannot confirm how strong they'll make this taper as it's only proposed to start in December. However, if I can see that wage growth is not there after the holiday season and you start seeing them cutting employees, then I have no expectation that um, that retailers are going to hit numbers in the second quarter going into the third quarter. So where do I buy? I'm looking to grab a firm and square now. A firm at 150 to 152. Square, I'm looking forward to uh, fall a little more as they had an issue with Bitcoin growth. Uh, Square put some money into Bitcoin growth, looking to attain um, better uh, position in crypto and, you know, exchanging or, or, or doing transactions or processing 
um, crypto being sent back and forth and, you know, collecting some money off of it. Obviously, the crypto is appreciating like crazy. However, altcoins have given that a challenge because most people are looking for the altcoins as opposed to the bitcoins and the altcoins are just have a better rate at the exchanges. However, that won't matter because that'll just make uh, Square become more competitive and, you know, make an opportunity for them to either make it make it make sense for people to come to uh, Square to do some transactions or, you know, just the pure speculation of having some of these cryptos uh, as as we wait to see what a tapering does uh, to the general economy. Uh, I think that, you know, deflation error, deflation policy errors are on our side. Uh, and will we revisit the progress at the end of the second quarter of 2021? Uh, the progress in this whole trade, I, I just think that it's a, it's a sound situation to buy some upside. So and I want to say this in this episode, because I don't want everyone to think that I'm always just negative and short, short, short. I, that's not, that's not the case. I think there's opportunities where you can be long. There's opportunities where you can make a few bucks on the long side. And to some who would say that, you know, it's, this could be contradictory to the fact that, hey, if the if, um, consumer retailers are going down, why would these um, financing companies go up? Well, it's not about that the financing companies necessarily go go down because the retailer goes down or or they will just go up because, you know, they're completely different. It has more so to do with that. On the short end, people are going to be enticed by this. And as these finance companies are aware that people can't purchase in the way that they want to purchase, they're going to push them with easier credit so they can buy whatever it is they want. The retailer, on the other hand, has to make what they have on hand enticing to people. You, when you're with a firm, you can buy from several different types of retailers if they participate within the group. And if they don't participate in the group, your credit line is just a little less, um, actually significantly less as I've used these products now, just experimenting, and you'll be able to buy what you're looking for wherever. For instance, you can't go to Louis Vuitton and use a firm or Afterpay. However, you can go to some independent boutique that has Louis Vuitton items and use a firm and Afterpay, if you follow if you follow my drift there. It doesn't only just go to luxury goods, but luxury goods will be highly affected by this. They're always highly affected when you have uh, an increase in commodity prices and just overall prices while wages are a bit stagnant. You will also see that in the you know day-to-day retail stores like the Macy's, the Best Buy, etc., you'll run into an issue where there's just not going to be enough supply and things on the shelves for everyone to buy. So those retailers are going to have a problem. However, a firm and afterpay are still going to offer people that these credits that they're going to spend somewhere else. So as a whole, I hope that people can understand the direction of what I'm saying with this and why we have this concept um, in our economy right now is if you stock it, they will come. And to some extent, I think they are right. However, I do not think that the people will be able to uh, consume all of that that is being stocked, and they damn sure won't be able to consume it at the prices that are there unless they are offered the ability to uh, to access to credit. 
And that is what uh, Affirm and Afterpay are there for Klarna also. But Klarna is not a publicly traded company, nor is ShopPay. I thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Trade Talk. I hope that this finds you well and it gets you thinking. Till next time, LA Echo out.